So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. from my home studio in beautiful La Puente, California. I'm going to be real ethnic about it because I'm, I'm, you know, Sam Anyways, this is the All Dodgers Podcast. What is going on, people, on today's show? It's a special day, as we like to say in the business. First, I will note, we are recapping the Dodgers offseason. We're going to look ahead to spring training because it is truck day. The, the, the truck left from Dodger Stadium to Camelback. It's holding a bunch of shit, and we are feeling sexy. We are feeling good because that means it is almost time to see the Dodgers in uniform for real, and uh, we're that much closer to opening day. But we ask, what are the top storylines we're watching this spring training? We'll also... Uh, or we're going to dive into all that while also catching up with my old friend, and I use old very liberally here. Uh, no, I'm messing with him. Anyways, and this is the original podcast co-host, OG, before Blue Heaven even. My guy, Mr. KPA, we call him Kevin Perez Allen. We're going to get to him in a second, but first I'm going to say... My name is Clint Basias. You guys can find me as Real FRG on the social media things. All the platforms are linked in the description below. Uh, I'm a longtime baseball writer. I'm a sports editor. I've done things, covered the Dodgers for years, and now I'm here on my channel. So if you, while you're here, can hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, uh, uh, leave a like on the video. All of those things really help boost out, uh, boost the channel, get in the algorithms, and make uh, make YouTube love me, please. My mom never did. She was a nice lady. Anyways, and also. If you guys you can't watch live, uh, we are part of the Believe Network of Podcasts, so check that out also in the description if you guys want to hear uh, the show and not, not see my uh, occasionally very sweaty face. But let's get no further ado. We got a... Do I have a drum roll? I used to have a drum roll somewhere, but I was going... Anyways, it's that guy. Kevin, in the flesh, on the internet... It's it's very late his time. He's East Coast now, so we won't be too crazy. He's got a family, but Kevin, what the hell? It has been literally over six years, five years since our last show, something like that. Hey, Stephen A., I'm a big fan. Baba Booey, Baba Booey, something. Uh, love your show. Really hate that Skip left. Let's for, go. Let's for, do this. First time, long time? And I'm going to tell first you another thing, time. Max Kellerman. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, this is a guy, uh, we used to have a show called Happy Fun Time Sports way back in the day. That's what started this whole nightmare that I still find myself on, so I appreciate you uh, for getting us that far, Kevin. Um, since the last time we did a show, you moved, you, 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 you had a wife, you had a couple of kids, and, and the Dodgers won a World Series. So, clearly, all you needed to do was get the hell out of L.A. for your life to get better. I mean, and really, I was just a curse on the Dodgers, honestly, I think this whole time. I mean, not winning since 1988 when I was six years old. Uh, I, I think uh, I think I had something to do with that. I'm not superstitious. Um, just a little but stitious. But I am a little stitious. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy they won it. I know a lot of people call it a, an asterisk uh, uh, title, just like they do with the Lakers. But honestly, if it was that easy to do, why didn't your team do it? You know, you darn tootin', um, as as I also say, it's a very very you know cutting edge show here. I'm gonna dive into the co- uh, comments a little bit here because uh, the comments are already going off on a thirsty Thursday edition of the show, guys. I'm really going going hard. I've got uh, Trader Joe's whiskey and Fireball in here for some reason, so things really could get off the rails. But no Ortega's in the chat. Hold on, I gotta say, Kevin Uhas is in the chat. First Kevin. Uh, and then we got this Kevin. I think all the Kevins are in the chat. It's a Kevin-tacular here on this Thirsty Thursday edition of All Dodgers Live. But Kevin Uhas was first. Noah Ortega says, yo, Clint Nation. Hope everyone is staying dry, currently driving. But know that Kevin, or sorry, Noah is listening to the show. Yeah, we had rain here today, and I know you still have plenty of um, 
West Coast fans, uh, fans, family, and all that, and friends. So I'm sure you know because fans, people, yeah. yeah, yeah, people can't. Oh my God, it's so rainy <laughs> when things happen here in LA. Craig, Wait, I'm sorry. Was that was that Clint Nation? Was that was yeah? That we, what I heard the the, the fans oh, okay. here. I thought it was something different. <laughs> I thought I misheard that. My bad. No, wait, hold on. I got, uh, I got, no, not this one. I got, there it is. There you go. I didn't want to give you the clap. I meant to, uh, yeah, the other one. Uh, We got the other Kevin in here as well. Kevin Skinner says, Kevin's rise up. Craig Osterberg's in the chat. Angel Enriquez, what's going on? Just red shorts, as they call him on there. 499 Super Chat saying first. He was not first, but Angel. I appreciate the super chat. It really, uh, it really helps out the old pocketbooks here and there. Um, Angel also went so far as to send me a a Venmo last week because the super chats were broken. So he's a real he's a real special one here. Mister Classic wanted Corbin Burns. We are going to talk Corbin Burns later later in the show. Uh, Los says, "What is up, Clint Nation?" Mister Classic says, oh, "The Orioles gave up peanuts for Corbin." My, just because we don't know the names doesn't mean they were necessarily bad prospects. And again, I'll I'll share all of my thoughts on that a little bit later in the show. Hector X is in the chat. Uh, let's see, Robert Maxwell's in the chat. We got Roxy's Vision says the herd <laughs> heard the Padres truck is heading to spring training facility Camel Toe Ranch, and um, I, I, I I'll boo that joke, you know. It reminds me of that one time you uh, you did stand up at that uh, random ass wing store, but we Ooh. don't we don't need to talk about you know what? it was a, it was a tight five. It wasn't a good five, but it was a tight it was solid. Five. It was a tight five. Hey, those are good wings though. Solid wings. That place doesn't else. exist anymore. So let's 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 uh, Whittier, baby. <laughs> let's reminisce <laughs> a tad here, sir. Of course, so this is a guy that I've known since just about uh, I was born. He was the neighbor boy. <laughs> <It's>, sounds <laughs> very sounds very weird when you say it that way, which was intentional, but. <laughs> You know, flash forward a number of years. When when did you? I know I was supposed to be on the first episode, and guys, we are going to get into Dodger talk at some point. Uh, I, this might be a little bit different of an episode for some of you. Just indulge me for a little bit. We're having some fun here. This beat is sick, but uh, I know I couldn't make the first episode of Happy Fun Time Sports. Well, when uh, when did we? When did you launch that again? Was that uh, what like December twenty fourteen? Yeah, I think actually no, I think it was September 2014 because it was right, right at the beginning of the NFL season. That's right, you're a big so football guy. I, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, all the sports, but uh, I wanted to bring you in one because you're funny and we have a good rapport, and then two, you know, you you were FRG, you were I, I christened you Fat Ryan Gosling. Because this is that's the guy what you look like. By the way, this yes. is the guy who gave me the name, <laughs> built the whole brand around real FRGS. I am Fat Ryan Gosling. Man. Thanks to this man. I saw that Facebook post that pops up every once in a while uh, where you, you yeah. made very, very rudimentary Photoshop <laughs> version of, I think it was like, real a, bad. like a Playgirl type of thing or whatever, of, of me <laughs> and exiting yeah. a tent that said, uh, you know, meet, the, meet the, the, the Fat Ryan Gosling or something like that. And it was, uh, you know, a star was born, as they say that night. So we do happy fun I think time my sports. favorite meme from that uh, from from that uh, period was "Hey girl, you gonna eat that?" I think that was that was when the "Hey girl" memes were happening. So I was I was here for it. God, that was a decade ago. That was, Anyways, that yes, was we really, did happy really fun good. time sports. So we do the show. We do that for a, a whatever a couple of years. Um, through through we got through like 80 some odd episodes a number of different uh co-hosts and guests along the way who uh, we'll throw we'll throw it out there who's your top hfts guest of all time so i got uh, mine guest i got mine i mean i don't know i kind of think my just just because of how ridiculous he is is jazz uh <laughs> <laughs> We do love we do love some jazz. That was that he was a character as well, but he ended up becoming a a, a, a pretty much full time co host for a little while in the uh, in one of the many eras where Kevin left. <laughs> yeah, when, when you're casting a really weird, creepy stalker, don't actually cast a weird, creepy stalker in that role. He's... Um, that was that was not that was not great. Uh, I think probably guess though. I'd say Gene Pompa. I was going to say got to be Gene. Uh, star of film and screen and of comedy clubs all around the world, Gene Pompa. Uh, still a good one. Great follow as well on uh, the social media uh, places and, and things. Um, so we're doing that for a while. We stop. Life gets in the way. Then we decide to re-up. This guy reaches out to uh, the owner of my former employer, 
Dodgers Nation, where I stayed for quite some time after you you bailed out, but <laughs> smartly on on your point. So yeah. I'll give you a couple of coins in there. But what, what was your what was your favorite? You did thirty some odd episodes. What was your favorite uh, uh, Blue Heaven moment? Oh man, I mean, I think there was two. There's three really big ones. I think one was getting to chat with Joe Davis just because of how fucking cool he is. Joe Davis is just a really down to earth guy. We got to talk to him what three or four times, I think, while I was on the show. Yeah. Um, he was brand new. Joe was great. Look at him. Yeah, now. he was brand new. That's really because of on. us. It's because we of made us. Joe Davis. I'm gonna say this right now in this public forum. Joe Davis owes everything he has to us. Um I think the other one was that long interview with Fred Clare, who obviously, of course, was the Dodgers GM when they won in 88, uh, as well as a little longer than that. Um, just giving us all that background on on the Piazza trade and how that went down. Um, you know, the potential nomo for Randy Johnson trade that was like vetoed at the last second by Dodger ownership. He like, also, all that stuff. He also really, had really uh, cool. he also had the hand up accountability for the Pedro Martinez trade. Which was huge. Yeah. He, yeah. Which, yeah. Fans, I was fans 100% that. owe that 88 championship to, to Fred and some of the moves that he made. Uh, you know, talking about the addition of Mickey Hatcher, who we did also interviewed. That was a really, Mickey was yeah. great. Al, was Al Ferrara was great. Oral Hershiser telling you to yeah. shut up was one of my top well, moments Oral in was, life. <laughs> look, I love Oral. Uh, Don't we all? Great dog. Bulldog, man. He was. I mean, he was the, he was my, you know, idol growing up as a kid. And so being able to, to interview him and have him give me like pointers to not like, uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. You know, like not be talking while he's talking was awesome. And he was just like the nicest guy. Uh, so that was great. I had a, I had a lot of fun at, uh, at Blue Heaven and working with Dodgers Nation. It was just, I, people obviously here don't know me, but I work in politics and I, moved to washington dc for an opportunity and that's where i've been ever since uh in 2019 i think it was but the the love is still there for his hometown boys in blue as i bring the chat in here on the screen appreciate you guys enduring a little bit of of reminiscing because i don't get to talk to this guy that much anymore you know it, it got the time zone differences he's got a family he's got a better life now but Let's talk about these Los Angeles Dodgers. How about them Dodgers? You know, we we really haven't talked too much about this offseason in general, which, you know, last time I checked was uh, pretty fucking busy. What did you like about this offseason? Um, the kind of, not even kind of, the drastic shift from the norm that we've seen from this team over the last decade under Andrew Friedman. You bring in Shohei, Yamamoto, Teoscar, just the name, the, the, their star power that keeps getting added on top of star power. What did you like most about this offseason so far? I mean, look, like everybody else, I think the big thing for me is that Nabil Chrismat is a non-roster invitee to spring training. I mean, that is the kind of franchise-altering move that any team would need to make. 8.32 ERA, 12 strikeouts, seven walks last year. And on top of that, he's only 30 years old. I mean, this guy is a rocket ship to the moon. Um, love, love the Dodgers becoming uh, I Japan forgot about. East. I forgot uh, about this part. <laughs> but I appreciate the sarcasm. Also, don't sleep on that fool Nabil, man. I'll tell you, man. He... he uh, he was good with the Padres. He can only be better with the Dodgers. Just, just throw that out there. Don't I sleep. Mean, uh, don't sell your now Bill Chrismat <laughs> uh, stock just yet. Just wait like a week and then you can sell it. <laughs> look, I own a mansion on the Bill Chrismat Island, so I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. It's reasonable. Um, I love, I love the the Dodgers in LA becoming Japan East. I mean, that's exciting. Otani Yamamoto. If if Friedman can get that. Uh, Dodger cloning germ warfare and community relations department to create Ichiro 2.0. I think we could lock down that Japan market for the next two decades. I'm very curious, actually, with those signings, if the Dodgers sometime in the next couple of years are going to play like an opening series in Japan against like the Giants or some or maybe the Mariners or someone like that who also have kind of a, a foothold in, in that market. But that would be really interesting. I Love mean, the Glasnow move. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say when he's healthy, he's an ace. Yeah, um, he's got the stuff. I think if we have show flow, he does. I mean, he really does. Hair. Absolutely. I mean, the hair adds three or four miles an hour. We we know this. 
This is yeah, except that uh, that didn't work with uh, that that guy Stetson something that used to be on the team back in the day. <laughs> oh, Stetson Alley. What a drop Allie. right there, Stetson Alley. I thought you were going to go give us a, a Noah Syndergaard reference, but uh, we don't talk about that dude oh, no. here. I don't Ever. even know who that is. Um, never existed. No, I mean, just given the injury luck, though, of this team, I think you know the Dodgers are going to want to have about 40 starting pitchers ready to go for, for this year as a, as a just-in-case. Yeah, you, you always got to have extra dudes laying around. I, I talked about this on the last stream. Um, I got I got some, uh, uh, we'll call it spring training season previews coming up next week. Uh, just got to line up a few things and then do all the scripts and all the work and, you know, shoot it and all that. But I got it coming up. I promise everybody. We'll be talking about that. Um, but, you know, the, the, we saw this. I have a question already. for you. Okay. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I like this. People never ask me questions because it's only me. <laughs> I mean, That's also, fair. we got the fine, the fine crew here as uh, A-Ray checks into the chat, by the way. Says, what up, Clint? Real FRG, what's going on? Nando 390 is also in the chat. That's an OG. But go ahead. What is your question, sir? Love it. I'm curious how you feel about the Teoscar Hernandez signing. So I, I like it. I think, he's, I think it's a good signing. I think it's always good to add a bat. He feels to me, and tell me if I'm wrong on this, he feels to me like an outfield version of Max Muncy a little bit. Like, there's a lot of power. Uh-huh. He's not really going to hit for average. It'll be a little better than Muncy's average, but he's not going to hit for average. He's going to walk less and strike out a little bit more, but it feels kind of like a like another feast or famine power guy. And I'm just I'm curious. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, look, you know, chicks dig the long ball, but I'm I'm really curious kind of how you're thinking about that signing. I really liked it because I would rather have somebody that really excels in one area, and we know he has the power. Um, we know he has on base at some points in his career. I like the idea of him getting mixed into this Dodgers, uh, you know, coaching staff, mixing with the co- this coaching staff and Rob Van Skoyak, you know, um, Aaron Bates, and all these dudes who they they preach plate discipline as we know and they've done this over a, a few eras now of of uh hitting coaches as well you know we go back to uh Puig's favorite uh hitting coach whose name escapes him right now um Turner Ward <clears throat> huh Turner Ward there you Turner go Ward. that's right yeah. they said Chandler Rourke I was like that is not a person but anywho <laughs> to to uh stop derailing things but it, it's it's a good move and it was a move that was needed you added a right-handed power bat for the outfield and you don't know what you're going to get out of, uh, you know, a repeat year of uh, Jason Hayward. They're deciding to move Mookie Betts to second base, so you take that power away from the outfield and you try to hopefully fill it in in left field. And you know, we'll say James Outman didn't have the most even of years, you know, start through postseason. So anybody that's a you know former All Star that is a consistent major league contributor. I'm all about adding to this roster. So it was a good move. I really feel it was a very good move for this team. And one-year deal, there's no, as a number of people say here on the internet, there's no such thing as a bad one-year deal. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And and more deferrals. I'm, I'm really interested. Oh. <laughs> and more deferrals. I say more deferrals. They just keep deferring contracts as well. I think he had like $8 million of his contract deferred uh, till uh, over parts of years. I forgot what the exact thing is. So, he doesn't even cost them the twenty. What was it? Twenty three million dollars this year. So keep keep doing what you do, Andrew. Yeah, I talked to my mortgage company the other day, and so I'm deferring all of my mortgage payments uh, for about sixty years from now. So I'll be about a hundred years old before I start paying my mortgage again. So Reasonable. Very excited about that. It's a, yeah, it's a smart mean, play. Look at Shohei do it. It's yeah, a hundred percent. You know, I'm like, just as talented, clearly. As yeah, Shohei. I mean, I think I think I remember. Uh, back in the day, we called you the Shohei of online sports talk before Shohei was even known in the state. So, like, you can do it. If anybody I mean, can pull it off, you can do it. So, speaking remember, of Remember, I was giving off, out $45 million a year contracts before this, this was actually this happening. <laughs> One more question for you. Uh-huh. The James Paxton, Paxton signing, that's getting more and more interesting. I'm thinking by the end of the season, he's actually going to be paying the Dodgers to play for them. Given what's happening right now with that contract, you know are you what? worried? Are you nervous about that, or is no. it just not a, a big be- enough deal? Because you look at what this guy is supposed to be. He was not. He's not meant to be 
uh, an ace. He's not meant to even necessarily be a, a starting pitcher for the team in October. He is just meant to eat innings, eat as many innings as possible uh, during the regular season, and they have fully incentivized him to eat as many innings as they can, as he can. So it's it, that another just absolute win for the Los Angeles Dodgers when you pull uh, a dude who he's never been an all-star. He's he's had some really, really good years. He had some success, but can't really complete a year. It's like, you know, it's like my golf game. You have a few bad holes and it completely derails your scorecard. Um, he's kind of been that guy, but he tends to do it on the on the back end uh, more often than not. But it's, it's a great it's a great deal. Uh, you know, they say they're not overly worried about whatever. um Whatever you know, injury caused them to restructure that contract. It, it appears to be a non-issue or non-factor for them. And you know, I mean, you look at you look at uh, at the deal for Paxton's sake or for his side of it. I mean, why would anybody not want to come to the Dodgers right now? This is a team that is primed to win in October. Hopefully, they've been primed to win in October for the last couple of years. But well, we've seen how that goes. But if I'm James Paxton and I'm somebody who wants to go out and win some damn ball games, go go win myself a, a title, um, I'm being like, you guys need a guy. I'm a guy. Let's go. It's a good deal. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. And again, like I said, you need like 40 starting pitchers on this game. You need the depth. You need to be able to pull when somebody goes down with an injury and not depending on James Paxton as a top four guy, even in your rotation, mm-hmm. I think bodes well for the team. Yeah, and, and I like this comment here from uh, from my guy, Nando390, who I mentioned earlier, saying uh, maybe they should piggyback Paxton and Sheehan during starts because Emmett Sheehan is somebody who right now probably doesn't make uh, the official opening day roster. I think we're, you're going to see a little bit of a weird opening day roster when the teams are playing, uh, when the Dodgers and Padres are playing each other in uh, in Korea. But, um, you know, you have you have a lot of minor league depth that's going to help these guys out. You also have somebody like Ryan Yarbrough who's going to play some sort of role on this team. So you don't need to overextend any of these guys. Um, you, and you, again, you don't need to have a lot of expectations on Paxton. Just go out there, listen to whatever the hell Mark Pryor tells you to do. You go do it, and then you secure the bag. Uh, you know, a couple of year deal next uh, next off season. I like it. I love it. He but, should be running the team. Nando should be running the team. Kevin, let's uh, let's uh, look at the fact that it is February first, and that means pitchers and catchers report next week. Like I already said, uh, you know, in the intro of the show, the truck took off from Dodger Stadium today. Um, what are the storylines that you are most looking forward to this spring? Like, what stands out for you? Well, I mean, I think first everyone wants to see what Yamamoto is going to look like against guys who are going to be playing in single a most of this year so i think that is you know kind of first and foremost how does he do against major league talent um a little more more impactful i think though is going to be i you know i could be alone in this but i feel like there might be a battle for the backup catcher position with the team um there's an opportunity there i think to unseat austin barnes for that position especially given Clayton Kershaw is not signed yet. Austin He's not Barnes yet slander the in the year of our Lord 2024. What are you, a Dodger fan? Holy God, is it 2024? It really uh, is. Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, if Dalton Rushing really impresses, if there's, you know, one of the non-roster invitee guys, if they really show something and Barnes struggles, I mean, what's the argument for keeping him on the team aside from, yeah, he's from Riverside. He has access to really good meth. Great. But is there a spot for him on the team because of that? Probably not. So you have to wonder if, like, the Kershaw thing is really going to keep him on the team when there's no guarantee Kershaw signs with the Dodgers. Um, I feel pretty strongly about Kershaw. I did want to ask you about Kershaw in a little bit, uh, but I will. I will. As I, I've, I've for some reason become an Austin Barnes defender in in the the Dodger internet talk space because this is a dude that's going to start like one game a week, maybe two games a week. You don't have the 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 pitcher hitting anymore in your lineup. He is essentially a coach, like a really badass coach for the pitching staff, for Will Smith. Um, 
I mean, yeah, he gets paid very well, but he's if if the Dodgers don't win a World Series, it's not going to be because of Austin Barnes. That's that's plain. That's that's a, that's words of gospel to Dodgers fans out there. If they do not bring home that piece of metal, it will not be because of Austin Barnes. If if Austin Barnes is starting, hey. Austin Barnes, the Dodgers won a World Series. Is, the Dodgers won a World Series with Austin Barnes catching the final pitch. That's true. So that is a, I will not stand here, and it's very good method in, in Riverside, <laughs> as he says. A Ray says, "My grandma, his grandma, loves me. Appreciate you, A Ray, or, or they. I don't know. I'm assuming it is a, a he, but you never know on the internet. But appreciate A Ray. But also, I'm also I'm saying A Ray's name uh, properly." Um, I've gone in, if I'm going to answer my own question here about the storylines, I've gone in a few times well, over the years, but definitely already uh, since uh, reemerging here on, on, on my own uh, channel and platform. Um, I've gone in a number of times on Gavin Lux. I, I've for Probably. years, I want to be high on Gavin Lux. Um, he, he hasn't, he hasn't shown all of the potential that we've been promised over the years and yeah there's there's a number of things that have happened over his career whether it's little injuries whether it's you know playing out of position up to this point but now we're talking about a dude who's taking over at shortstop he's still pretty young does he have that dog to be that infield captain that this team needs is the knee going to hold up is it going to be a mental hurdle with with that knee situation so i'm watching that shortstop uh area who will say and and you know we've we've seen the team last year they went all in on Miguel Vargas up until it was time to finally pull the ripcord will there be a ripcord uh time with Lux if it you know if it if he doesn't perform well or if something goes awry and will the ripcord mean all right we're just going to give the keys to Chris Taylor to Miguel Rojas, or are they going to go out and trade for Willie Adamas, who is a guy who's been linked to this team now for what feels mm-hmm. like 75 years and who also plays for a team that just traded away their franchise ace. So clearly they're in the, the interest, they're in the business of selling are those Milwaukee Brewers. So that's what I'm watching. I'll be watching um, shortstop and I'll have a keen eye. We'll say a little bit of a keen eye on right field and, and seeing how uh, uh, Jason Hayward starts out the, uh, the cactus league season. He started out on fire last year, kind of went through the motions or, or, you know, went through the up and down of the swing rebuild, but Jay Hay is going to be an important part of this club. They need him to be. And if not, again, that's another ripcord area for this team. Uh, moving on. Sarah Morris is also checking into the chat. Sorry to be late. Not a worry at all. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Um, Grizzly says the, the, the Dodgers need to bring back uh, Kike and Puig. I am uh, I'm a no on both of those guys. Um, where are you at on those? Both free agents. That well, can... you were you were Kike's ring bear, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. At his wedding. Yeah, ring bear. That was, that was the that was our our failed attempt to get you into Kike's wedding. Um, got, I mean, I don't know I don't if know. that's I what mean, got me blocked, but I definitely got blocked by him at some point over the years. Or something. At some point that happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, with Puig, I think it's a no. Um, look, I loved Puig. I was probably the the last one to sell my my home on Puig Island. Um, but uh, where all you do is lay pipe and hit home runs. But um, I don't know. I don't know with with Kike. I mean, he he was so much better last year than I thought he was going to be when he came back. I mean, that was pretty surprising. I think he just loves being a Dodger. Um, He's historically a a really good playoff guy. But, I mean, if there is a spot for him on the team, great. But if there's an opportunity to to free that up for one of the young guys to see what they can do, I mean, I kind of, I don't know. I, 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 I'm on the fence because, you know, what are, what are us straight guys supposed to do without Kike there? I mean, he's, he's the one who's making us question our sexuality. You got to so, have a li- that but, little uh, bit of a question with the hip thrusts, you know. Those the, tight pants and the, the hip thrusts. The I mean, tight and pants. look, we still never got Kike to catch is all I'm saying. This is true. You so, know, you know, I did. Uh, there was there was a comment that, that killed me on Monday where somebody said, you know, release Austin Barnes and let Kike catch. Let him be the backup catcher. And I was like, this guy just solved world hunger pretty much right there really good or cured cancer i don't know what it is i mean definitely cured the problem of uh of people just really not being a fan of austin barnes is a great comment here from samuel ellis <laughs> saying i hope barnes doesn't follow these chats good grief again i am a barnsy <laughs> defender i love austin barnes because you know i mean you're talking about like 
I, I don't know. I'm trying to relate. I'm, I'm trying to come up with a uh, some sort of analogy here. I'm not an analogy guy. I don't work for the analogy guy anymore. But I'd say it's like 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 complaining about a, a fractured toe when you also are in a complete body cast. I don't know. It's like it's it's not a problem. That's a terrible analogy. We won't try that one again. Hector X, though, people need to put some respect on Austin Barnes name. If I had a button because my board died, but if I had a button, I would do uh, least two memes on that one. So I appreciate the comment from Hector X. Um, also an important. <laughs> A Ray 22 is a man and he's from Riverside. So you owe him an apology, Ooh. Kevin. They're not a <laughs> well, math I, I county think I need anymore. To ask, him, uh, <laughs> ask him if I could get his, his uh, burner phone number on the side. Um. <laughs> he does, yeah, I don't know if you can ship cross country anymore. But all right, let's, let's uh, do some more Dodger talk here. All right, so depending on where you look, I chose to look at ESPN. The Dodgers are currently the odds-on favorite to win the World Series in 2024. Uh, plus 450 odds on ESPN. Next is, is 700, plus 700 with Atlanta, who also don't sleep on Atlanta. Very good team. The Yankees. The Yankees really got a lot of love from that Juan Soto deal. Plus 900 odds. What has to go right for this team as it's currently constructed for them to bring home that, as we call it, that piece of metal, the Commissioner's Trophy in 2024? I'm going to say three things. One, they have to score more runs than their opponents, especially Huge, in the playoffs. Big. That will be that will go a long way in helping them win. Um, Do you, you have know, sources two, on I that? Think, uh, it's you know it's a gut it's vibes. Okay, vibes. Yeah, vibes. they got to do it for the vibes. Yeah, I feel I feel you on that one. I think a healthy, effective Bueller. I think is going to be really, really crucial for this team because I, one, I think he's probably going to have some time on injured reserve after the beginning of the season, you know, even the, the early part of it. But I think there's going to be some time where he has an injury. But if while he is playing, he looks like 90% of what he was before and what he's been in the past, I think that's that's good. You know, yeah, that's, yeah. that's going to be really important, especially in the playoffs, because he's proven himself a guy who loves to rise to that occasion. And then, honestly, this is something I think you and I have talked about before, but it feels like this team in the playoffs, you look at some of the other ones that have that have been successful, it doesn't feel like they have that fire in the playoffs. Like they've got all the talent in the world. They've, you know, they're just a team of all-stars essentially, but they just seem kind of lackadaisical in the playoffs. You see the Phillies and they're chest bumping and they're yelling and growing beards and all this other crap and like it's just you see these other teams that are just really fiery and pissed off and fired up in the playoffs and you don't see that the dodgers mm -hmm. are really nice guys and it's it's great like they're, they're nice boys they're very nice boys yeah but but i think in the playoffs you just have to have that like that kirk gibson element yeah you gotta have kirk that gibson dog was always pissed off yeah you have to have that and it doesn't feel like they they had that the past couple of years. I felt like they just kind of were just really docile, you know, and they need to kind of become this really angry, fiery, very emotional team. And I think that will kind of help propel that talent in the playoffs. It's it's not based on anything stat related. Yeah. It's just a it's just something that I observe when I'm watching. No, trust me, I I've I've Barked the same, barked up the same tree over the last few off seasons. It's, it's really been painfully apparent. I mean, in 2021, it's a team that ran out of gas. It ran out of scotch tape and duct tape. Like they just, the injuries were bad, but they still found a way to make it to the NLCS. But the last two years, and we also kind of saw it in 19, you could just, all right, let's just regular season our way through the first round, and then we'll really buckle down in the next round. But if you don't fucking get there, then you don't get to actually, you know, buckle down. So it's, it's sort of been a problem, and I think it it, it is, you know, something. Maybe it's a, it's a mentality thing with, with some of the, um, you know, some of the, the core veterans of this team. But I, you know, I was, I was really, I was kind of expecting more of of that mentality change um, last year when in the the post Justin Turner era. Not to put anything on JT, but 
that was after after the 22, uh, 2022 bounce uh, against the Padres. I was like, something needs to happen. Something drastic needs to change with this organization. Um, and uh, they did it. They really, you know, they, when you let Cody Bellinger walk, when you let JT walk, and you just kind of completely reshape that that um, that clubhouse. It's it's a you expect there to be kind of a different mentality, but the mentality stayed the same, and it was just more of like, oh, I'm old. Don't we'll get we'll get him tomorrow. You know, but you know the first round yeah. is a five it's a five game series, um, and you lost to the Diamondbacks. So, I, I think yeah. Yeah. I think now you know they're. <laughs> I will say I'm kind of surprised. Uh, you know, since starting my own channel here, I don't get as much Dave Roberts slander as I got on the other channel. We don't see that as much. I will I will um, I will say Dave has gotten so much better over the years in the postseason, a lot of the problems that have happened over the last, you know, three, four, five years or four years have not really been him. It's last year. The team didn't, the front office didn't bring in starting pitching that they needed Uh, the year before um, did not really have a bullpen that they can trust. And then before that, you know, didn't also didn't have enough starting pitching because the Bauer situation, uh, Kershaw hurt and things just kind of (laughs) fell apart as we get a few fire Dave Roberts in the chat. Appreciate you guys, of course. Um, but, uh, I, I forgot where I was going with that. I lost my thought, the train of thought there. But it, it's, it's. I think you were saying fire Dave Roberts. <laughs> yeah, I was saying fire Dave. No, I think Dave has learned. Um, the, the Dave and the organization has learned enough from the last two postseason failures that what they're doing it plainly does not work. You need to stop doing this dumb bullshit. And uh, they also kind of put their money literally where their mouth was, or at least the Guggenheim money where their mouth was, and going out and getting Shohei, Yamamoto, Teoscar, Paxton, you know, re-signing Hayward, going going all in, um, uh, Glasnow. And uh, I think they're tired of, um, I, don't, I don't know about being a laughing stock, but Dodgers have kind of been a laughing stock when you go out and win 111 and lose in the first round, win 100, lose in the first round. Um, on that note, if we're talking about spending a bunch of money, we know we know how these fan bases are online, especially. Um, what is your thoughts uh, about you know from our era of doing you know Happy Fun Time Sports, doing Blue Heaven together? It was very much a a you know it was a built from within team, and now it's 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 a bot team. It feels like more of a bot team. It's it's not fully a bot team, but it's the closest it's ever been. You know how how does that uh, How's that sit for you? Do you have any sort of like like bad feeling about it, or do you not care because you know wins are better? No, wins are better. I mean, it's I could give two here first, shits <laughs> about what they're. I mean, you think about where this team was under McCourt. Think about where this team was under Fox. Think about how for so long they would not spend the money on big free agents and it was like no 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 we're just going to develop we're going to develop guys and what did they do they did nothing you know they were they'd get hot in the first round of the playoffs and you know get blown out by the phillies in the second round like it was just it was not a team or they'd make stupid base running blunders against the mets you know i mean this was just not a team that was a real true contender at any point because when they did sign a big name it was somebody way past their prime um, they would let someone like Adrian Beltre go, a future Hall of Famer. Like there was just so many stupid moves and an unwillingness to spend money. Mm-hmm. I remember when McCourt had to put the team up for sale. There was some guy who ended up being just a total bullshit artist, but he had gone on all of these radio shows and had like created a website and all this other stuff and talking about how like I'm a billionaire and if I, I'm trying to buy this team and if I buy them, Prince Fielder is going to be right there playing first base for the Dodgers and all this other stuff. And he ended up being just, again, a bullshit artist. He didn't actually have any money, but I don't know what his end goal was. But like he got a lot of support from Dodger fans because it was like, hey, a guy willing to spend some money on this team. And I think, one, we can say, yes, this is different this offseason, like you said, from what Friedman and this, this whole regime has done before. But at the same time, I think they've proven that they are willing to spend the money on the guys that they know are going to make a difference. I mean, the Mookie money, the Freddie Freeman money, Mm -hmm. they offered the money to Zach Greinke before he left. He just left, but he had a big offer on the table. Like they've done that multiple times. They're not getting outbid generally for players. And so this time to just say, F it, 
we're just going to throw all of our chips on the table and it's time to buy these guys. I'm here for it because we've never done that in the past. Look at Yankees fans. Are they bitching and complaining because people called them the evil empire for 30 years? Nope. No, they won championship after championship. I'll take that and the tears of Astros fans and Giants fans over, no, we got to do it homegrown. No, this has got to be our team. No, it's our players. No, F that. Like, yeah, I'm trying not to drop F-bombs here on your channel. Um, fuck yeah. So, you know, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> and and seriously, like, I am really, really glad that they are spending the money now, honestly. As a Dodger fan, I could not be more thrilled. And and you know if if um, we do some uh, you know creative <laughs> mental gym, gymnastics here, you know somebody like like you mentioned Mookie, that that was them drafting guys, uh, you know sending draftees and acquiring talent and trading to get a guy. Um, you know they still invested in their front or they invest, invested in their their farm system and 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 in the front office, the organization to. Uh, to acquire talent that lets them go out and trade for people that they can later extend. Like we just also saw this off season with Tyler Glasnow, who if he was a free agent this winter would have been one of the top three or four guys available on the market. So they found a way um, they've, they found a way to flex their, their, their prospect might over the years, but I think it was finally time to stop going that route and, and get out there and actually spend the money. And anytime it's, you know, Shohei Otani is available. That's, uh, you know, that's what we've been, we've been uh, kind of groomed to believe for years now. Oh, everything is, we're just waiting for Otani. Everything's lining up for Otani. This is how it's going to go. And then, you know, they finally did it, which is, uh, which is really nice. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't uh, personally, I don't really care that much about the whole, uh, yeah. you know, bought versus or built versus bought because 20 was a, was a built team. That that was fully it was what sixteen I think of the dudes were uh, yeah. born Dodgers and they won a World Series and then people don't care about that World Series so who cares what the outside noise who cares about them haters you know the haters can just shut up dog is what I'm saying <laughs> to, to to bring you back home to Pico a little bit there my guy and um, absolutely oh, I love Pico I love Pico <laughs> and, and I, I mean want... remember when people didn't want to part with Alan Webster in a trade how he was untouchable or Zach Lee was going to be the next oh. big thing like. How oh. often do you miss on prospects? Like, this is what I'm saying. Trade them. Andy, like LeBron says, fuck them kids. <laughs> Andy fuck LaRoche. Them kids. I, mean, I, I do know that quote. <laughs> I actually have that on this side. I have that poster That poster from uh, from LeBron. But yeah, Andy LaRoche, uh, the Joel Guzman era. We were just talking about in the last stream, me being excited, us being about excited uh, about uh, Jason Repko. And, uh, you oh, know, yeah. people like that. It was just uh, Yancey Brown. Jerry Sands. Remember Jerry Sands? Jerry Sands was going to be him. Champ. He was going to be him. I think I, I think I saw him uh, mopping at a uh, at a Costco last week. Shout out, Jerry Sands. We, we loved you back then. Um, I also wanted to give props. You mentioned a, a little while ago, uh, you know, as, as one of the things that uh, needs to go right, being Walker Bueller, I, I fully agree with the Walker Bueller thing. I put him in the thumbnail of this video as one of the stories to watch because, um, you know, the reports are, and I've talked about it, I did a, a whole video about it here on the channel as well, um, that he is um, – the the plan is most likely for them to hold him back for the first you know two three weeks maybe the first month of the season uh, that's at least that's what they're kind of saying because they I mean he hasn't pitched in, essentially in, in a year and a half almost two years uh, regularly and they care more about they should care more about him being healthy and ready to go in October than getting him going and then you know letting him get soft and then getting him hard again you know like focus more on when it's important to be hard is my point here you know give him that Quit blue edging chew. walker bueller thank you is that, there see this is where you know, we definitely wouldn't have made it if we kept going <laughs> as a podcast uh, together for that long. But damn, did we have some really awful things to say together? And I always appreciate doing that yes, kind did. of stuff with you. Um, quickly, I'll give you, I'll give you one. Give me upwards of seven words. Why? What goes wrong if they don't make it to the World Series? That I mean, honestly, they probably ran into a hot team. I feel like the baseball playoffs are the biggest crapshoot in sports. And it's extremely rare that the best team wins the World Series. That's just, 
that's just unfortunately how it goes. It's it's just baseball is a cruel, cruel mistress. And yeah. if you run into a really hot team, I'm I'm genuinely hoping that the Dodgers are in a uh, are in a, a, a division battle like till the last week of the season, so they are at their best. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I, I really hate the the long layoff, and it's like, yeah, we clinched the division six weeks ago, and we've yeah. all been drinking beers every day after the game, you know. And it's just they come in to the playoffs just not ready to go versus the team that's busting their ass up until the very last day of the season. I just I want the Dodgers to have to really fight hard to get into the to win the division or get into the playoffs yeah. or whatever, so they are fully in that mode. And we see, you know, that that definitely it adds to, as you said earlier, like the lackadaisical kind of mentality. And we saw that with uh, with your now hometown Orioles, hometown ish Orioles, um, and uh, close, uh, cl- close enough. <laughs> Which one is closer? Is is that or, or uh, the Nats? Nats are yeah, closer. Okay, yeah, the Nats, I'm, but I mean, I'm sorry. It's that's really barely bad. a baseball. If you want, I can uh, <laughs> I can give you uh, Josiah Gray's number. You guys can become uh, best friends, uh, old friend of the show, but. Um, <laughs> You know, the Orioles won 100 games last year. They kind of ran away-ish with that AL East, and then they got bumped. Uh, The Braves, same situation. They got bumped early on in the playoffs. Dodgers, you see it. You know, I would much rather see – I was doing the whole thing with with the most recent – uh, Blue Heaven co-host, my guy Doug McCain. Uh, I had a whole thing uh, last off season and this off season. I would rather see them win. We said uh, we'd rather see them win 88 games and get a wild card. I don't care. Division titles don't excite me anymore. Doesn't mean anything, yeah. you know. I don't want uh, any. Also, l- less things to sound like the 90s and 2000s Braves. <laughs> you know, we 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 hear enough of that kind of crap about oh, you guys can't make the division, you can't win it. But anyways, um, <laughs> enough rant, rambling and, and ranting about that i want to get a few comments in here and then uh i'm gonna let you get the hell out of here because i know it is late for you and then i wanted to talk to the fine folks here in the chat about the corbin burns stuff but uh important note um diane schroeder she's the queen of the chat here she just joined the chat a little bit a little bit ago she says hi clint nation i'm finally here and it's also her birthday so kevin i want you to give her a full rendition of happy birthday no i just kid that would be that would be painful for everybody but happy was, birthday to diane guys hit that <laughs> thumbs up for diane so she knows uh, that means happy birthday can we have you do las maranitas for her just like all 12 verses, including the long lost verse. <laughs> oh, Spend good. the next 40 minutes. You know, you know me. That's, that's my kind of, that's my kind of jam. I'm hip. I'm with it. I love me. The, the, that, that song. I'm trying to find something that that's uh, very relatable to you. And then I'll get you the hell out of here. But Justin says, uh, do you realize if they fail to win a division, they're forced to play two extra elimination games in the wild card. And if they win, they start the LDS on the road. I would rather them be fighting for something, you know, like I would rather them, like you're saying, you know, let them actually have to feel like there's something on the line instead of just, oh, okay, well, we're going to sit on our ass for five days and, and, you know, play with each other at Dodger stadium <laughs> phrasing. And then, then you get bounced in three <laughs> games, you know, you get swept by the Padres or by the, by the Diamondbacks like we saw um, this past year. So yeah, uh, the, the, the wildcard games, are a thing, but also, you know, they did that in the, uh, in the pandemic year and won. So that's true. That's whatever true. it takes, whatever it takes to get that path to the dub. That's uh that's what we're looking for. And also somebody said, if you want the dub, you got a slug, which is an important thing, uh, to throw out mm-hmm. there. The chats are already going off about Diane. So that's, uh, that's important. Kevin, you will <laughs> ask you one last question. I think this is an important question because we do have a number of, uh, of wrong coast fans, uh, that do hang out here on the chat and people get mad at me for doing 7 PM, uh, LA time live streams. But Kevin, you asks you, Kevin, what's it like being a Dodger fan on the East coast? Is it hard for you to watch Dodger games? Uh, yes, because I also have a two-year-old and a four-month-old daughter, and it's it's difficult staying up until you know ten fifteen for the start of the game. Um, I still do it, and that's why I've aged sixteen years in the last three. But uh, I was going to say it's 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 yeah it's it's frustrating too because it's like it's the Dodgers, it's the Lakers, it's the Kings. It's like I'm glad the Pac-12 is dead now because now I can watch the Trojans during the day instead of staying up till ten p.m start those games like it's just uh i'm i'm um 
I'm going to be very happy when the Dodgers finally move out to the East Coast, too, and decide to start playing their home games out here. I Wait, get it. I get it. Is this, uh, do you have sources? Is this breaking news? Sources. They are replacing the Nationals in D.C. It's the right. L.A. Washington National Dodgers of, <laughs> of we, California. And we love to see it. We don't love to see it. That sounds awful. It sounds like the worst thing that could possibly happen to anybody. Also, what the hell? We've had no Omar Dahl chat here at all. We're not talking about Omar Dahl and his Sorry, this, potential fit in this rotation. This is an Odalis Perez family here. This is an Odalis Perez <laughs> chat. I'm down with ODP45. Yeah, you know me. But Quick question before, I, before I'm off of here, FRG. Before I kick you out? Yes. Before you kick me out of here. My favorite Dodger this past season was Bobby Miller. He has some of the most insane stuff I think I've seen in the last decade from a young pitcher. If he makes even a mid-sized leap forward, how big of an impact do you think that has on not just the, you know, their fortunes during the season, but like being that playoff guy. <clears throat> if if he's if he's able to make that leap, which is very much well within the realm of possibility because he was he was not very far off last year, you know, and, and a lot of yeah. like he worked on a lot of like the mental part of the game as the season went along. There's there's no reason that his his floor I will say the floor could could be like 2018 Bueller because Bueller was very important to that postseason run and making it to the, that World Series, you know, Um that's definitely and he's already been lumped and, and you know, lumped together with Bueller so much in his career. But. I think that's that's kind of maybe not the floor, but it's 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 like second floor. It's not top shelf, but it's like second floor is is um, a Bueller <laughs> comp for this kid in his uh, his first full season in the second year. I got high hopes for him, which means he's probably going to yeah. flame out in, in, and spend some time at AAA. Which even if he does, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, he will. That means he he's Rebby De La Rosa, is what you're saying. <laughs> Oof, another one. But he will make a, a massive impact for this team in uh, 2024, uh, whether it be positive or negative. He will make a uh, a big uh, impact. That's Kevin Uhouse points out too. New New Year, new number. He's wearing number 28, and that's a good number because that is yeah. my number, as we know from the Happy Fun Time Sports uh, softball team. Great. <laughs> we went we went oh and we went oh and 12 Let's... in a 10 game season. <laughs> I think, <laughs> and we made the playoffs, and we made the playoffs because uh, you know as whoever shows up make, gets to make default, the playoffs. Default, default. <laughs> oh God! Well, my guy, Mr. Kevin Perez Allen, it has been uh, you know it is today. I think what what did I say? It was like the six year anniversary of the first Blue Heaven we recorded for Dodgers Nation, and now here we are. <laughs> yeah. This many years later, doing it again, and look at that, picking up like uh, not a not a day has missed, um, or however the hell people say things. So um, appreciate <laughs> here you we coming. are six years later, not doing the show anymore, not doing the show anymore. <laughs> but uh, you know, appreciate the the time, appreciate you hanging out with us, and uh, you know, next time you happen to ever come back to LA, you know, yeah, maybe we'll go to a Dodger game. I hear they're pretty good this year. We'll see if I'm here during the season, but yes, I will. For sure. I would tell people to follow him on social media, but he does not want that, and I respect him for that. But no. guys, that was Kevin. If the board was on, I'd give him the clap, but I'll give him the manual clap here like we, like our ancestors used to do. And then uh, I'll see you on the next one, my guy. Thank you, sir. Great job. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, let's move bye. on to uh, more Dodgers conversation guy you see hit that subscribe button hit the thumbs up we'll be here for a little bit longer I appreciate you y'all indulging me in in a nice uh, a nice convo a nice chat with my buddy Kevin I know it's a little bit different but you know we still don't have um and I'm probably plenty boring for people who don't know and and uh, don't know us and ha didn't listen to us back in the day. If anything, you guys are again indulging me a little bit here because uh, him and I haven't done a show for a while. But we, you know, this all is kind of he's kind of responsible for all of uh, where we're at uh, in some way, shape, or form. But the important thing is, hopefully, it's the last time we have bullshit guests on. No, I'm just messing around. Uh, appreciate Kevin, and uh, it is spring training time just around the corner, so we'll have real baseball talk to talk about. We do have real baseball talk to talk about right now. 
directly, indirectly relating to those Dodgers as we are going to talk about Corbin Burns. I got some thoughts on that. I got some thoughts on, on how people are reacting online. I do want to get into the chat, though. Appreciate you guys hanging out. I don't know if I've, I've missed anybody or anything. I don't know if I missed any Super Chats. If I did, I apologize. I know I got the, the one early, early on, but... Uh, some some love in here from Ivy Stroken and Rod Wilson about Bobby Miller. We got hashtag Bobby's World, and we also got Ice Ice Bobby. Um, definitely, you got to be high on Bobby Miller. You got to be high on B Milled. Uh, it's Miller time in 2024. Diane Schroeder again, happy birthday! Make sure you guys give your love to Diane in the chat. It is her birthday. Happy 21st birthday, Diane. She says smash that like button for me. And you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for her if you guys hit that uh, you hit that like button for sure. Uh, Rod Wilson smashed the like button for doing that. So we appreciate Rod for doing that. Nora Ortega. Oh, damn it. I don't have my soundboard died. It's all gong. Does that work? It was, it's kind of embarrassing to gong. But I gong. $1.99 super chat. Uh, oh, this was a little bit ago. It says Kevin and Clint uh, wants us to sing "Happy Birthday." I would need a lot more than a dollar ninety-nine to embarrass myself on the internet singing "Happy Birthday, Noah." But I appreciate the super chat um, for show. Um, let's see, D Rod asking did Mario Mariano Duncan play for the Dodgers? Uh, my no, he did. He was a he he played for the team in the eighties. He also coached for the team in the uh, the late two thousands. Um, let's see. Uh, words and stuff a lot of love in there i did kevin says i did miss a super chat unless it was the one from just above so definitely not going to do that one <laughs> angel enriquez bong there's your gong again another dollar 99 super chat thank you angel mr my guy that's what i'm going with this is ib stroking is a great name and happy birthday diane it is one of my favorite names here on the internet but let's uh let's talk about one of our one of dodgers fans favorite names uh to be linked to over the last let's say three four five years that is corbin burns who yeah we talked about it a little bit kind of alluded around it he's traded today shocking blockbuster deal wholly unexpected sent to the orioles for dudes for some dudes let me look it up again. I forgot who the players were because you're never going to know who they are, but it's two, uh, two prospects plus a, um, plus a, a, a first-round draft pick, a late-round draft pick, which is kind of surprising. Uh, some, some folks are like, the Dodgers could have pulled that off. I don't know if people are as, uh, as aware of the, the, the state of the Dodgers farm system right now. It's, it's kind of... At least in the eyes of of people outside the organization, people not uh, not fans like us, it's not a very good situation. It's not a very good spot. The Dodgers only had um, two dudes in in the uh, the top one hundred on I think it was Baseball America's top one hundred prospects list this year. I forget which names those were. I should have been more prepared for that part, um, but I am not, so I apologize. But it's it's the weakest it has been in a while. That does not mean it's necessarily bad. But just in terms of who um, who the team can can trade away, who the Dodgers can trade away, that is viewed as like as a big get, like like the Cubs with the Michael Bush situation. Um, they kind of don't have that, guys. They definitely don't have that, guys. There you go. Uh, thank you, Kevin Skinner. It's an all Kevin Thursday on this Thirsty Thursday where I should have poured myself more booze, but it's okay. Um, Dalton Rushing and Nick Frasso, surprisingly on the Frasso there, are the the top uh, are the pro- the two prospects in that top 100. Rushing uh, is definitely, like I said in uh, my my um, the non-roster invitee video, he's a guy to definitely keep your eye on as Dodger fans during spring training. He's not on the roster, but he was invited to camp. Um you know, Diego Cartaya lost a lot of his shine this winter or this last season. And, you know, he's still heralded enough, but he's going to have to prove himself to to be uh, somebody that's worth, you know, trading for uh, Corbin Burns type of dude. So long way around. Let me, let me let's, let's refocus this. The Dodgers probably didn't have enough in the tank. They didn't have enough prospects in the tank to get a Corbin Burns done a deal done with the Milwaukee Brewers. And I mean, realistically teams in the national league probably don't want the Dodgers to get better. That's at least something in, in it's gotta be back of mind for them. So 
you look at this Corbin Burns situation, one of the first things we hear from uh, from fans or we see from fans on the internet, does that mean the Dodgers are going to go out and now try to get uh, Devin Williams? I would say they have even less stuff, even less stuff, even less, even fewer top shelf uh, blue chip prospects to trade away for somebody like Devin Williams, who still, I believe, has one more year of team control beyond this year. I'm not, uh, I'm not a big time Brewers guy, but let me look it up real quick here and see what we got. Oh yeah, he's a, he's not a free agent until after 2026, so it's going to take a lot to get somebody like a Devin Williams. And again, Dodgers are pretty damn thin on prospects. They can go and they can, they can buy anybody they want. They can buy enough everybody around here, but. Uh, I, I don't don't anticipate very many more uh, very many more words are hard. Do not anticipate many more moves, if any, major moves from this team going forward. I, I cannot uh, I cannot envision it even slightly. Devin Williams would be an amass an amazing kid. That would be a a uh, uh, that immediately you're already a World Series you know a, a contender. You're already. Um, you know, uh, odds-on favorite to win that piece of metal, as I've referenced now a couple of uh, times during the show, but um, it's not going to be in the cards. Maybe Willie Adamas at some point during the season, if we get that far, not very likely. But anyways, I just kind of want to touch a little bit on the Corbin Burns stuff because it's a big, it's a it's a massive move for Baltimore. I love seeing Baltimore get sold and then immediately add an ace to that very young core that they have going on there. So that's cool to see. They needed some help and um, sucks. It wasn't the Dodgers, but the Dodgers have already had a very good off season on their own. Showtime LA says the Dodgers had four prospects on ESPN's top 100. And I do uh, appreciate the, um, uh, the top 100 the prospects rankings from uh, my guy, Kylie McDaniel, who has been on the, uh, been on my shows in the past, uh, an important, massively important thing. This is all bass backwards because I'm seeing a super chat here and it's from the birthday girl herself, Diane, the queen of the chat. Sending me a super chat, which is absurd, and my my soundboard is dead, so I'll go bong and then ching ching. Nineteen ninety nine, twenty dollars super chat. Thank you, Diane. We love you here on the show. Uh, we couldn't do the, it's ne- it's never right when you're not in the chat. Just to throw that out there, Diane. But she says thank you everybody for the birthday wishes. So we appreciate you, Diane. We appreciate you guys in the chat, uh, being loving and supporting for one another. Appreciate you guys also again, enduring a, a, uh, you know, an old throwback show with me and my guy, uh, Kevin, uh, that was fun to do for sure. But, um, it's probably about time to get the hell out of here. Uh, next week, I'm really hoping next week is going to be jam packed with some content, uh, reaching out to a few folks. I got, I got some ideas on, uh, I want to preview spring training. The, the, the questions we need to ask about this team been kind of waiting, been kind of waiting in the wings for this to happen. You know, we're, we're, we don't need to, we don't need to manufacture conversation and, and topics anymore. The Dodgers will be in uniform at Camelback Ranch and and putting in work. We will get uh, you know interviews from Dave. We will get stuff going on at that involves the team and the outlook for the 2024 season. So, oh, it's a good time to be alive, gang. It's a good time to be a Dodgers fan, Clint Nation. So stay tuned. I will be at uh, uh, Fan Fest. Dodger Fest this weekend. Oh, as Kevin Uhas asked in the chat, I will be out there. Um, check my socials. I'll, I don't know where exactly I'm going to be. Again, this is the first year I'm going in a while, not as media. I did not apply. I wanted to go and have, you know, fun as a fan. And I don't know what the weather situation is like. So weather permitting, if, if it doesn't rain on us, uh, I will be out there. And um, I hope to meet up with some of you guys. Hope, hopefully you guys, uh, you know, we can get together. We could, uh, we could take some, uh, take some photos together and laugh at, uh, I don't know, we'll find, I'll, I'll call Doug over and when he's done and then we'll point and laugh at him because why not? But he'll be there. I'll be there. And um, hopefully you'll be there too. I be stroking. will be there. So, um, Check the community page here on this YouTube channel. 
and I'll, I'll post updates there as well as on my social media channel. Oh, another note, as I say it at the end of the show, um, we'll be rebranding this YouTube channel uh, probably over the weekend, probably on Monday. It will become, you know, all Dodgers, probably all Dodgers with Clint or, or whatever it's going to be. But we're leaning all the way in on it. Big, hopefully this weekend, big, big, uh, big time news dropping this weekend, which uh, should be fun for the future of the brand. But you guys are the future of the brand. I promise you uh, appreciate uh, and and um, I, I live on y'all support in some way, shape or form. So um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you happen to listen on the podcast side of things, thank you for uh, for indulging me again. The great questions and comments, and so damn much for those super chats. Happy birthday again, Diane! And hopefully, uh, we get to see each other at some point soon, either out at, at uh, Camelback next uh, next month or at some point at a game this year. But guys, I am real frg on all of the social media things. Those are linked in the description below. Subscribe really helps out the channel. It's completely free. Hit a thumbs up on your way out, and uh, that would be like like a, a virtual birthday hug to Diane. Totally it has nothing to do with me. But anyways, I'll see you guys on Monday officially. Okay, bye.